Canadian Talk. Yeah, there's quite a few people starting them, but the thing is, is if you don't already have 10 years experience with these fucking things, it's going to be boring. Sure. People can start podcasts. It's like, oh, hey, here's the cooking podcast. If you like cooking, go and listen to it. Yeah. If you want, it's got to be entertaining at the end of the day. So just a bunch of people who aren't entertainers, you can't make a podcast. You can make a, comedy almost has to be an aspect of every podcast. Let me just, so everybody, welcome back to episode 27 of Canadian Talk. We have Dusty here in the studio again. Um, welcome back. Uh, nice we had, back. yeah, he's from, he is uh, Dusty the Comedian. He is from Good Ideas, Bad Stories, which is a podcast that is up and coming here around our area. Great show, great comedian, great guy. Um, I brought him in here uh, for many reasons, but uh, one of the big things I wanted to talk about today, right off the top, before we get into talking about some other things, our last episode, how that one, uh, I fucked up the mics, but ultimately it was a good thing because... I feel like last episode we got a little bit off the rails with political conversation oh, sure. a little bit, yeah. and I'm hoping this time we can keep it <laughs> well, reined in a little more. Time at, for yeah, me yeah, it was. Then, it like, was. I noticed uh, it's myself cool a bit. like after the, basically after the inauguration, like it wasn't even after the election. It was like after the transition of power happened. And then all of a sudden I just like relaxed, like I just calmed down, and I yeah. still like you know try to be aware and up to date of what's going on, but I'm not constantly yeah. like holy fuck, what new hell today? You I know, know what I mean? Right. I'm not, like, so before we get into that, whatever I'm gonna hear next. Yeah. Before we get into that, there was one main thing I wanted to cover right off the, the hop because it's literally the thing that everyone in our city is talking about right now, and that is, um, do you know the band Bombargo? Yeah. You've heard of them? Yeah. So essentially, I wanted to bring them up right off the bat because I wanted to get your take on it, as as usual. But uh, it's because I kind of have a stance on it already. I haven't done, you know, extensive research. But I, I think I understand men. I think I understand certain things. Um, I'm, I, and I've looked through the whole situation. How, how much do you know about it? Should I explain it to you uh, a little just bit? Just what I've read on fucking Facebook. So you've heard that everybody's throwing these guys under the bus, saying they're privileged, rich, white guys, saying that they're disgusting guys who are abusing women and all that kind of stuff and they have in the past and there's all these other stories there's no proof of any other stories yet there's just people well, saying that so right now thing, though, uh, I was actually just talking about this with the girlfriend this morning boom. and uh, and she didn't know much about it hadn't she's like oh, I always seemed like they were nice guys you know I thought I, that's what I it thought wasn't she's like I didn't even think it was the band though I thought it was I just played in Yuki Gossin with them like yeah. I, I was a part of you oh by the way I get that a little closer oh, sure. you can. closer to that um, but yeah I don't I don't want to get into this too terribly hard but it's oh, just okay to me, when I heard it, I wasn't surprised. I was like, oh, okay. And like, and I've been in the music scene in Saskatoon for, oh, fuck, pushing 20 years now. Yeah, you are, you know, right? Either so in that's bands and like working in oh, clubs. I like your hat. Like, oh, yeah. They've been doing, uh, covered, yeah. they've been doing, have you been doing any uh, open mics there at all? I, well, I was for a bit. And then the nights they were doing them wasn't really working out for me. So I was doing one at the Capitol and then it quit in like November, I think. Oh, yeah. So then I was like, well, I'll just start doing it again when it's convenient. And it still hasn't been. So I just haven't done it again since then. So I feel like a fucking idiot. Because they're, yeah, they're still doing open mics. They're yeah, yeah, still I see that. And they do it every week, to, like, religiously. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Have, you, have you hung out much with the Fabian? A tiny bit, yeah, a actually. A tiny we, bit. Like, you, at uh, comedy things, when we, we oh, kicked yeah. around some ideas and stuff. Just about some funny, jokes hey. and he's funny, <laughs> I love how hardcore he is. That's what a comedian the, should be like to me. Fabian is definitely... Yeah. You can't have preconceived notions about what you think you're gonna laugh about when you go to see him. Exactly. I don't think, and and can't you gotta be, be open. You got you gotta you gotta be open. You gotta be like, oh okay, that's I guess that's the subject matter take. Cause yeah, he does get he does get gnarly, and uh, and some of it's some of it's like 
<laughs> it's almost like it's so bad that you laugh because of that. You're like, dude, you know that's not even funny, but it's like I get that you fucking said it. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's always entertaining, and I think yeah. he does a good job of like keeping those uh, those comedy nights moving because it can be tough mm-hmm. with an open mic if. Yeah. For anything, doesn't matter if it's yeah. comedy or music yeah. or whatever. If it it's if it's, if it's a guy. shitty crowd in a shitty night, you got to still be up there going, okay, well, let's get more of these dumb fucks up here that are exactly. gonna embarrass themselves for four minutes. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So back to, back to the bombargo thing. Oh sure. Is it's like um. So the incident that I heard of was uh, was it was a photo shoot for Yuki Gossen, 2016. I I did Yuki Gossen with them in 2012. It's like a national snowball yeah. fighting tournament. Yeah. We won it in 2012 for Canada. Yeah. So then, of course, they're doing it again in 2016. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, they, they had said that, so they hired models through an agency. And apparently one of them was 17, but they weren't aware of that. And uh, they were doing a photo shoot with their with their snowsuits on, like they're, like they're a team, all that kind of shit. And uh, apparently uh, one of the Thoen brothers... Anthony, the younger one, um, he like him and his band manager, Tyler Maltman, right? Is that sure? I and yeah, they 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 took one of the models into a different room to do a photo shoot with just just the two main band guys, the Thoans. And apparently they were they asked them, like, hey, can you like, you know how it is with with those types of shoots? Like, hey, like you know, look like you admire these guys. Look like they were they, they were shouting things at him. Hey, do this, do that. Rip off like. And at one point, like they were like, "Hey, rip the sweater or something like that," and I guess that was what made them uncomfortable. Did you read the rest of the story, though? Yeah, yeah, all of it. Go, 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 so what, what made me uncomfortable was the 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 the, the photographic makeout session, where the, the one kid. guy left with a heart on. Yeah, I heard about that. So that makes me uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Because if it's if you're doing it and you're under the guise of professionalism, I can't imagine that when they're shooting the the makeout scenes on Dawson's Creek, that everybody's got raging heart ons, and that they're also taking. Just the two of them to a different room to go shoot the makeout scene alone by itself. And then, while we did so much work to take it to a different room, and then we had the awkward thing with the boner, then we didn't even bother putting it in. Yeah. So it, it doesn't it doesn't seem of professionalism and being up front. It definitely seems like somebody was at least uncomfortable. Yeah. And again, I mean, the, 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 I agree myself, those situations, I go, well, my daughter, my, my niece, yeah. my whatever, that situation, I'm smashing somebody's fucking head in regardless. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So if, if that was there, she comes out of the room crying and uncomfortable, and he's got a heart on. I'm gonna fuck. That was what I understood. Again, I fucking I wasn't there for this. I don't know that much about it, but just like I was saying, when I heard that this was the group, all I said in my head was, "Okay, that sounds right." And just because, and again, like you mentioned, the privilege thing. That's how I felt about these guys before. I'd ever heard any of this. I'd just seeing them when I was working at Amigos and stuff. You know, and I'm not saying specifically anybody. One brother, I just know the group Bombargo definitely seemed like kind of fucking entitled kind of douchebags to me and that's why I never was into them and didn't get the fucking vibe about it but they yeah. do world music or whatever the fuck yeah, it is and in the band from our city right now I would say well, I ain't no sheepdog son there's sheep <laughs> and then there's also the dead south yeah. there's also the dead south yeah I don't know man they're yeah. all gimmicky garbage though it just yeah, yeah. drives me nuts it's like well that's some Saskatoon and you're like yeah but it could have been manufactured anywhere when you're like the one thing that does that sound you want a Saskatoon sound Saskatoon during the 2000s had this really cool kind of funk rock fucking sound that was kind of specific to here and there was lots of group doing it but then you get this I'm gonna go on a rant here about Saskatoon music. Everybody's gonna hate no, me, but I'm like fucking sheepdogs, man. I see no value in their fucking music. Somebody did that shit 40 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. you're you're recycling 70s fucking rock, and that's cool. You made a career out of it, but I'm like, I don't got no fucking time for it or respect for it. I don't understand why anybody else even fucking likes it. Like, mm-hmm. but whatever, man. It's, I again, I'm particular. About, I shouldn't start talking about. <laughs> yeah. So what about um what about the Dead South? Have you heard of much? Of uh, they're, they're, I like I like their sound. Like it's cool, but again, 
you take the outfits off and the ukuleles and shit away. And then you just got them recycling music. That's what I'm saying. It's yep. just that's that gimmick. It's a cool gimmick and but it's they working. Did have a, they, you know? they used to have a chill. And they, got, and they got their sound, you know, if that's you hear that but people go, Well, that's them, but then they'll go, Well, yeah, but that's us taking from this, that, and the other thing, which is kinda of what music is. Nobody's fucking original. Nobody's you know, unless you're creating something on a computer or something and making a new note no one's heard before, nobody's making anything original, right? True, but true. You know, yeah, good on them. I fuck. I don't want to feel like I'm hating on them for fucking. Yeah, they have success, but I'm just like of our successful bands out of Saskatoon. I keep being like, fuck. I've heard so many more talented, interesting, exciting musicians than like the guys doing '70s rock again. The guys putting on a, a goofy outfit that looks like they're the fuck. What's them fucking ones that are all supposed to be brothers that do that same kind of goofy shit? Not as twangy and plucky. I don't know. Somebody's gonna fuck it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, yeah. I barely know music, so yeah. Dead Self, like one of their music videos on YouTube has. 500 million views sure well, yeah, who wouldn't want to look at Danny. that you see that even you don't have to even hear that band you see them doing that shot of them walking down the road with their instruments and their outfits you go what the fuck's this yeah. it's interesting it's a yeah. great fucking grab yeah, I love it shit. like for that angle it's just you know people are like Saskatoon you're like yeah but that again that could have been anybody could have had that idea out of Vancouver or fucking Toronto or yeah. Winnipeg where they're doing something similar and I don't know if those guys all grew up playing music together or whatever their deal is but yeah. it does seem like a lot of times these shits are conglomerates yeah. you know what I mean it's guys yeah. already had careers and musicians and played sessions for this one and that one and well no we all got together and someone else wrote the music and then made the look and we're at, they're all the right height you know <laughs> like it's like building boy bands I'm not saying that's what fucking happened here I'm just saying that's that oh, shit, shit. Seems like, what was that just the video thing? Looks like we lost video. Oh, okay. Sorry, dude. We got your we still got, we still got audio, yeah, okay, though. Cool. We'll pick that well, back Well, good. Up. No, we should cut all that anyway. No, that's okay. That's the perfect time to realize that nothing recorded. That's no, the no. really thing we'll just ask a two okay. music scene. Yeah, quick pause, quick pause. <laughs> what the hell? He's like, Miocic, he's, he's a really great boxer, but to me, he never seems like he has that, that long energy. You know, where it's like his shit's always really crisp. He'll hammer you with hooks. Yeah. He'll hammer you with hook yeah. cuts. Not to say he can't get you straight, but in Ghana, it's like it's like he's throwing it from the other side of the fucking arena and just fucking whack full momentum. No, and then yeah. being it built the way he like again, there's few people he. I'm, I've never I'm really sure liked Stipe. Cut to, well, I don't know how he got to where he got? Just because he fought a lot, I guess. Well, and he's tough, man. He's tough, and he's got he's a he's a well-rounded skill set. And that fucking heavyweight division, I think, gets kind of holes punched in it near the top because there's guys that can kind of. Yeah. It's almost like how the UFC was 15 or 20 years ago, where you could be really strong in one thing and okay in others and get through. Yeah, Whereas yeah. now you got to be really fucking excellent in everything yeah. to be a top level yeah. champion, basically yeah. from light heavyweight down. Whereas heavyweight, yeah. you can heavyweight, still, you can still become so a title fight being Derek Lewis. Guys, yeah, there's you know so rare I mean? that there's guys that big that are actually athletic. Exactly, and yeah, and yeah. they can take all. When you're that fucking size, she's one one touch and you go to sleep. Like by yeah. accident, you're going this way and I'm going that way, and I sort of throw one. Yeah. and you get knocked the fuck out. It's like yeah. you don't really see that in the lighter weight classes. Exactly, unless they've had a real war, you know, because guys still got fucking chins even if they're 135 pounds. True. But these, yeah, these big dudes, you can get through. You could be, you could be a just a straight up jujitsu specialist. You know, get all the fucking be a Nogueira. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? On on the big big nog on his feet was okay against someone who wasn't a good striker. But anybody who could strike, he's fucking. He's got heat shit. Get inside and strangle something or bend something. Yeah, yeah true that. Yeah, there's some guys that are pure jujitsu ju guys who survive in the UFC. There's this one guy that I saw who's like he'll dive at you on the ground, For going sure. head first, and he'll grab your leg. Yep. Have you seen that guy? Oh, well, yeah. I've, I've seen a couple guys who do that. Try yeah, to do yeah. Jump guard. Yeah. And, you know, Damien Maya is a great one for like his I don't whole. Know him. Uh, he was uh, well, he was in middleweight for years and years and years and like a title run uh he was caught down in brazil actually like i don't know oh, if he's special I know that guy. Or yeah no i do know that guy. yeah damien Sorry. maya yeah, yeah. real bad motherfucker but his whole thing was like he's like i would love to just have a fight where i never have to hurt the other person you know he's like i would just love to have a fight where i just use my jujitsu my positioning my judo i do all that shit they throw fucking strikes doesn't matter they miss me i dodge them i block them i get inside take them down and put them away and he could fucking do it 
he could yeah. do that against guys in the top 10 in the world in arguably the two most competitive weight classes, middleweight and welterweight in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck me, run it's it. Impressive. Rock, yeah, man. Yeah, and, sure. But still never hold a title, though. Yeah. If I don't remember, maybe I'm fucked up and he won it for a minute or something, but like, I don't think he ever had a UFC title. Yeah. And But go. again, always a guy who was just a total contender. Yeah. We'll come back to the UFC. We got so many <laughs> things to talk about. Okay, guys, we're fucking. What are we? We're 20 minutes in here, and we already had an issue, but we're back. We're back. We're rolling. We got video again. Um, let's 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 talk about this. Let's finish with this bombargo thing and then put it to bed. Sure. So um, I'm so I'm gonna give my take on it now. Now that you gave me yours, you're more or less kind of like you're you're for the women. You're like believe the victims that kind of stuff. Well, if they were uncomfortable. That's fine. That like, that's that's it, and, right? And, and, and you shouldn't allow that. So there's different ways. Yeah, exactly. There's different ways to. I'm yeah. Not, I'm let me give my take. Let me give my take. Hold on. Okay. Sure. No problem. I was trying to summarize yours. Um, so my take is is that I do I do feel for the victims. You know, and I, uh, but so, but then there's several things. Uh, I'm not going to put up questions and so that you can bat them away. Like, there's just a few things that upset me. I feel bad for them. I know they're uncomfortable, and I and I don't want any of that. And I heard that they kissed, and that's not good either. I heard about the boner. That's not good either. But like, I got a couple of things. The right to refuse. At any point, these workers, these models, could have been like, you know, enough is enough. And they could have walked out. And I understand she was 17 or whatever, but the older one, the 21-year-old one who was bringing in this underage girl, should have been the captain of the two girls because she was in the room there too. And should have been like, she should have been the older one and been like, hey, this isn't cool, let's go. And it seems like, so number one, right to refuse. And number two... Well, sorry, Will, but she did though. She did at one point, according to the story, re- say, hey guys, she's not comfortable with this or this isn't going well or however she worded yeah. it. And then I heard and then what they, Nathan... And then they just talked her back into it. I heard, then I heard the quote that Anthony said that he's denied. But he said that they said that he said, uh, "Haven't you ever heard of acting? That, that kind of a thing, right?" Yeah. Remember you heard that quote? Yeah, but it's like, um, and then and then to come to resurface five years later, right? This is some other parts to it. To have this resurface about a kiss five years later, right before the band releases their new album, and they're about to be seriously big, I was like, "Was oh, it? What a coincidence that that these that these failing models are coming out to to." throw this band under the bus. I don't know, man. It loads your answer when you say things like failing models. But they do, are. Do you know these girls don't still have I careers? Don't, I, I do. I don't. I, they don't have careers. So how are they not failing? You know? I don't. I don't how do you mean? They were clearly working at that time. Do you know who time. they are? Are they? Have we seen them in like the Stark Phoenix? Outside of Saskatoon, who knows? You came in. We, we gotta stop this right now because we're gonna turn it into an argument. I'm just saying, yeah, if yeah. you want to make that side, you can't do things to denigrate the other side when you include your answer. That, but what if it's that, part of that it? That it is not though. It is not. I I I don't know. I don't years. know the situation. But all I'm saying is, so so what if they don't know? I don't know people that model. I don't know all the stand-up comedians in Saskatoon. I don't know everybody in bands in Saskatoon. I've been doing bands for 20 years here. I don't know everybody in bands in Saskatoon. So you can't argue because you don't know of their career that they're not still successful in whatever it is they're doing. They could be a successful real estate agent now that has finally, after five years, worked through the trauma of their childhood and gone, holy fuck, this is what happened to me and this is how I got to deal with it and I'm uncomfortable and I hope these guys aren't doing that. Because trauma doesn't get dealt with in a week or a month or a fucking year. It takes sometimes decades. People repress it. Like I said, I do a podcast with another gentleman who didn't realize until in his 40s through a mental breakdown that he was molested as a child bad ideas good stories you're talking yes. about yes you're talking about your partner there yeah yeah that's what and, i'm saying uh, right so yep. that's what i'm saying so so to exp- this is again a man in his 40s coming to terms with that so to put the same amount of pressure on a woman in her 20s when again it happened when she was a child i don't think that's honestly fair to begin with because again this isn't 
It's not. It's not an even playing field. This isn't a fist fight altercation. This right. is an absolutely uncontrollable. For sure. Sorry, it's an imbalance I agree with of power. You said. Yeah. And yeah. it's just. It's just. Let not me give fair. an example. And see, let me give an example and see how what you think of it. Hey, we're not going to work in hypotheticals, are we, please? Because if we're going to, I just would like to just get off this topic and we're talking okay. about something else altogether. I okay. think you know how I feel about this situation. Yeah. And I think I know how you feel about this, and I don't think we're going to clarify anything for each other about how we can misunderstand the other for side sure. anymore, right? For sure. And I really do appreciate your opinion. I do like yeah. hearing. I just, I really, I, I didn't want to get into this to start out with. Okay. I just. It's a big one. This was the big one. That's what this well, episode is for. So I, I'll just I say one. I'll I, say one final thing, and we'll move on. Because it's on. so. This one it causes people to fight. It's so. It's so interesting. I think it's going to keep getting bigger because everybody is fighting about it. My only thing is this, and I, I'm not going to pose it to you as an example anymore because you don't want that. Um, my only thing is this: you go to a, a steel worker, right? A man. He's strong. He's a steel worker. If he was to go to work and get cut by the steel, or you know, not be able to li lift something or whatever, you'd be like, "You're a steel worker. You got to be strong. You know, whatever. Got to be tough." These girls are models. Uh, models are people who are revered for their whole lives. They're attractive. They develop, just like how men get stronger, women develop uh, an armor where, they, where they're able to, you know, men who are giving them advances and stuff. They have a, an, an armor where they put those men off. So to be a model, one would assume, let me just finish, dude. To be a model, one would assume that they would have that type of emotional strength in the same way that a steel worker would have that kind of physical strength. So that's my only point to make about the situation about the models other than that i don't like that they're uncomfortable i don't like anything that happened i'm not best friends with the thorns but i am just defending i'm defending them a little super bit. gross comparison though tell me why well see this well, because, because, because i don't want to get because it's like you're trying on. to say that they haven't built up enough of an armor to yeah, deal I with am, people though. trying to sexually assault them like an iron worker should just there wasn't sexual assault though but that's what you say you say it was a kiss Maybe it's a grope in the dark. Maybe the hard-on doesn't just come from a smooch on the cheek. Maybe he's rubbing his cock up against her. Maybe he grabbed her by the pussy while they're in there with just the fucking tool. You don't know the story, right? So you can't... Yeah. Again, I can't assume that it's the, the most innocent thing if, again, five years later we're talking about it. It has to be something of value. And so again, to compare someone who, who works around things where you can possibly physically injure yourself, again, there's safety measures, there's precaution, there's HR, there's all that other shit where this guy's working that can also help him, and he's going to go to a doctor and get it dealt with. That's not the same with this fucking circumstance so, whatsoever. Okay. So, as you said, we don't know. So, do you think our default position should be to be to believe them and throw the band under the bus? Or do you think our default position should be, I won't promote any negativity I towards don't, anyone? Well, we don't have to include that two together. You don't have to include believe them and cancel them. We don't always have to include those two. They don't have to always go together. You can believe somebody that something happened and you don't always have to cancel the other one. But everybody's over-exaggerating and kind of like, not over-exaggerating, but like everybody's, just like I agree with you, but still, even though but, but they're still getting thrown under the bus, even though we don't know. I, you know, but again, this is, okay, there's degrees to all of this, right? There's Bill Cosby and then there's, right? holy that's, fuck, that's I, I, didn't, I didn't know you didn't want me to grab your ass. You know what I mean? Like, well, he there, drugs there's people varying sex with degrees them. of all this. Absolutely. Yeah. But again, it's also how you deal with it, how you come to terms with it, how you claim responsibility for it. And it's all going to play out how it plays out. I do think I've seen other comments where people feel like it's felt disingenuous the way that they've even apologized and tried to distance themselves from it, whatever, instead of expect, accepting responsibility for it. So, oh, you yeah, know, their, and, their, and that's, that's the argument being horrible. made. Well, so, statement was, was again, it's, 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 when you're looking at it as a whole from the outside, even if you don't have a dog in the fight, it's kind of like, didn't seem professional to be to, at, the, at the minimum, didn't seem professional at the fucking minimum and uncomfortable. And then years later when called out on it, the response seems inadequate and insincere. Yeah, that was so an insincere response. That, that's my overall thing on this, the overarching yeah. without getting into the details. Sure. And I don't think that's unfair on them. 
Yeah. There's better ways to handle this. There's, yeah. you know, people. Yeah. So how, people handle things differently all the time. Yeah. And some people do it well, and yeah. some people That's don't. That's good. We all so we and all feel for the women sometimes. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And again, for women, again, I'm like, this is again, this is going to be a big pendulum fucking swing kind of thing. But if this is the response to women having to since they're ten years old carry their fucking keys like they're goddamn Wolverine, worried about stabbing somebody every time they go to their car or walk through a park, the, the pendulum swing is sometimes guys have to lose their jobs or change careers True. because they were shitty in the past and they're True. called out on it. And it might seem unfair and disproportionate. Yeah, I agree with you. But, but that's an unfair and disproportionate existence they've had where I've never had to worry about that. And I guess maybe us as big, strong white men, that's the responsibility we should carry then, right? Maybe that's you don't have to be white do. to be strong people. But, but, but that's, that's what we would claim we are, right? And then as soon as, yeah, you don't have to be white to be, but maybe we should take the excess load. Yeah, yeah. Because we have had the excess amount of the benefit from it. And it might not have been me. It might not have been even my family that got the benefit from yeah. it. But I can still see other motherfuckers, yeah. and that's how this whole system yeah. works, right? Yeah. Well, so well, if I got to do it a bit now, yeah. let's fucking carry it, yeah. right? And well, be proud of it. Fucking say, you know what? There's a reason I'm doing this shit. I'm trying to take on extra. Sarah Wallace can have a little less. Is that yeah. fucking cool? Yeah. And no one's going to be unhappy about that. And if you do it wrong, yeah. they're going to fucking forgive you for it. Because I think that's what a lot of people are worried about, too, yeah. is, you know, they want to be an ally, but they don't want to say the wrong thing or misgender somebody yeah. or do something and Everybody get called I've out on for afraid, it yeah. and then look like an asshole. But it's I also think it's like, our jobs to not be afraid. Well, and also, what are your intentions? Are you doing it with the best of intentions? Are you just trying to, to, to be honest and forthright? It's, it's going to be fine then. Someone yeah. may overreact, and, yeah. and in time, it'll fucking come out. And you may look like a dickhead for a bit, but if, in all honesty, you're doing it, go, no, I fucking thought that was the best and honestly, the most hard felt way I could do that at the time looking back now I can see how I could have done it differently or from your perspective I can see how it wasn't taken in that but that was my intention right and if we're doing that actively with our shit now we're not going to have these problems 20 years from now and we can deal with the fucking shit from the last 10, 15, 20 years a lot better because it's, 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 it's still in the air yeah, right this shit doesn't situation. go away like I'm tough saying situation. man 30 fucking years body figures out holy fuck this is what happened to me when I'm yeah. a kid right yeah. so when, when do you go when do you know like it's yeah. Well, I'll just say this. Thing. I'll say thank you for uh, for giving your opinion on the thing. I, like I've said, uh, I've seen, uh, I've seen thank everybody you for ranting openly. <laughs> no, dude, that's what you're here for. You're great yeah. at ranting. So, um, uh, I want to just say thank you for. Uh, sorry, I put you in the tent spot. No sorry, worries, sorry, man. everybody out well, there for who, for um, open who wanted to hear you know? this topic and then our video cut out and stuff. But uh, you know, so that's our take on the topic. Yeah. Topic. That topic. Um, no more questions. <laughs> yeah. No more, nothing more about that. Yeah. So. Um, um, uh, so you've been doing sets at Black Black Cat. Uh, you know, uh, you have a great podcast. Bad, uh, good ideas, bad stories. Um, Very close though. Bad ideas, good stories. Yeah, I always get that backwards. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No worries. Uh, you guys should call your you guys should call your podcast like because it's got a good acronym. Gibbs. Bigs, yeah. Or oh, sorry, Bigs, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, it's all there. Yeah, Bigs. That's a fucking good good acronym for your podcast. Um, so how have your sets been going at the at this point? Like, or have you? Oh, well, I actually I haven't done. St- I go sorry. I, was, I guess I wasn't clear. I, wasn't, I haven't done stand up in like three months mm-hmm. because just the night that worked for me, they weren't doing it anymore. Yeah. So then the other nights where it's like I, sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. It's kind of close, and then I'm like, it's still a fucking play going on. It's like, do I need to go and do it right now? And if I fucking wait even a couple weeks, maybe lots more people can come too. You know what I mean? If I stay home and I don't spread this shit around, maybe more people can come to the shows and we can enjoy it. And I don't got to go to fucking half full fucking nights with people standing. Yeah. Like, do you clap from the back? I don't know. Like, yeah, no what's doubt. going on? So yeah. I'm not saying that's what it's like. It's probably a much more fun vibe than that. But I just the the incentive and the ambition to fucking do it has been pretty minimal. I, I haven't been to one yet, but I've been meaning to go. I, I, I oh, I, I think everybody it. else, if you fucking feeling it, yeah, man. Like, and these places are all taking all the precautions they can too. So like, feel safe doing it. Like, be comfortable and go fucking have fun. But like, yeah, no, I'm just I'm not any fucking huge rush. I know summer's coming up here, and it's just everything's gonna be more fun then. And again, this winter's been kind of lame for me, so it's like. 
I, I already had jokes and shit written, and I just feel like I don't have any new stuff to work with for experience-wise because it's True. like I'm not doing fuck all. True. You know, what all I we mean? can talk like, about all we can talk about is macro stuff. <laughs> that's it, right? There is no. We're going to sound like we're fucking CNN and exactly. just talk about what everybody else is. Cause that's it's a like, great. That's what's going that. on, that's and it's kind of wacky. But yeah. you know what? It's good though. I mean, if because I mean, for myself, I, again, I felt it was kind of a toxic part of my life a bit where it was so involving but again I felt like I couldn't again it was the weight I had to carry I had to deal with this toxic shit weighing me down all the time because if I don't fucking pay attention maybe something terrible is going to happen and I'm like no fuck everybody this is what we got to watch this is the important thing you know yeah. and uh, uh, which is weird like why the fuck would I give a fuck about that who am I but yeah. that was that was you know even on the small scale my oops shit my shit that I would worry about which is weird you know but again less less distraction what's an example of shit you'd worry about you oh just your your grand scale World economics, yeah, like fucking where's shit. Where's Corona gonna have Eggs, us at the end? Yes, all that kind of shit that was going on that yeah. was just, you know, and it's still happening. Everything's still happening. It's yeah. just like again, have there isn't a lunatic ticket the wheel anymore for for one of the major superpowers. So I'm like, okay, he's this guy. This new guy sucks, but he's not a terrorist. So let's just continue. To move yeah, on. you know what's kind of funny? <laughs> we can talk about that for a second. Do you want any of the beers? I do. I'm just about mm. done this thing. Actually, I was just watching. Oh, that's beer. good. I'm um, definitely gonna. Funny, have we can get into that because I've been thinking about it a lot. About I I like Biden. He's, he's okay you know I mean but to me he's another establishment guy he was practically president for fucking eight years anyways he's right there you know but he is old as fuck like we couldn't yeah. find anybody who wasn't 900 years old yeah. to do the goddamn job it seems the way it's always but always whatever is. at least he's not at least he's not gonna light the place on fucking fire he's yeah. not and there, some of the some of the good is gonna try and get done the, the $15 minimum wage they're trying to do probably won't fucking happen during his term but you see how the midterms go. You get a big shift, and especially with a lot of the crazy shit that's going on. Hey, we're going to get into this now. A lot of the crazy shit that's going on at the state level, like Brian Kemp, uh, fucking Georgia. Pay attention to that if anybody isn't. That's a big fucking story. Going to be a big deal. There's going to be a lot more uh, like uh, voter regulation uh, fucking shit that's going to try and get pushed through at the state level, and it's going to get squashed, hopefully. And then when that shit gets squashed, they're also going to go after the gerrymandering. So we'll that's see. That's what everybody's next, talking about. If I could just cut in for a second. That, that's what everybody's talking about. Is like. Yeah. Um, is whether or not people should have to do the, the identification verification before they vote and stuff. That's what they're yeah. going for in Georgia. And you think they should squash that? Uh, well, because it's here's the reasoning, though. though. Yeah, yeah. Because they're, they're not doing it to actually make sure that these people are who they are. They're doing it because they target know, people who don't they know sort it. Yeah, they know it's difficult to get these different levels yes. of identification. All the people that, that they don't want voting, like and the, the majority the of the people who are poor and... are black and elites. Yeah, yeah, right? they, they say that's in a... those areas, yeah, yeah. right? That's yeah, yeah. that's why they're doing that, right? Yeah. And because again, this is constitutional shit. Like your right to vote, you fucking get one. You're an American. You're a Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. You get a right to fucking vote. And there, it gets taken away from you if you go to jail. I don't. I think you still get to fucking vote if you're a Canadian, actually, and you've been in jail. I'm not 100% on that, which is weird because we live here. I'm not here, 100% but on that either. Again, I don't know that many people that have been th- to jail. If you're you down could. there, it's just a common fucking occurrence. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah, that's some, that's some shit they're going to they're gonna work on, they're going to focus on. And again, like, yeah, the gerrymandering laws are going to are gonna get changed because that was something that was been actively done over the last 60 years to, like, yeah. keep the fucking Republicans where they can – they never, they never, never, never get a fucking majority of the fucking vote, the, the popular vote, but they can still continue to have people put in as president. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, this is the side that always argues, well, we need better representation and quality. But it's like, no, you've already manipulated it. So you're getting disproportionate uh, representation yeah. and then crying yeah. foul saying it's still yeah. being done to you. Well, it's hilarious and awful. I've, here's the thing, too. Yeah, I agree with all that. And I've been kind of like thinking about it a lot and to, to the point where I've actually I see it on both sides now. Yeah. Well, the, is the, Biden the, the, the just, Democrats have gerrymandered as well. It's just not to the extent the Republicans have. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And but then my point is I'm talking more about like people like um, not than the system. It's like it's almost like Biden. I know you, you say Trump's a lunatic. It's almost like I see now that Biden is too. 
Oh, have you sure. seen some? Well, I've, you I've have seen, to be a power-hungry fucking nut job like he's to try to get to that level. Yes. Anyways, who yeah. wants to run the world? Yeah. Who, that's, who Joe, wants, that's what Joe Rogan always says. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I fucking feel. And like yeah, anybody too. who looks to these like even politicians and shit as like some sort of guiding there's light. There's a good like, guy. No, he's not. None many, of them. Many of them are just power-hungry fucking nut yeah. jobs, and that's how you get there. You know, yeah. like yeah. at least well, you know what? I do feel like there is a bit of a turning of the tide starting to happen. At least in Canada, you're getting more of a grassroots kind of thing. You're getting more people that you know are actually living in the fucking community starting to represent people instead of people that have homes in the community that live someplace else that it's like like oh, I can I can still balance this and make it work out you know there's starting to be a move towards that people actually want the representatives living around them and then when you have to live around these people all the time you start finding out who is a piece of shit and who isn't because you're doing business with them and you're seeing them in the fucking community and maybe well, they're even on like, your PTA thing right yeah yeah it's almost like social media has kind of made everybody more transparent and it's such a it's yes. such a big part of politics now so well, that's media. like okay so that to me in my head is almost like a uh, like an apocalypse like a coming of times right where it's like all your fucking shit's laid bare everything that you are that's your deep dark fucking things all you got to do is and everybody in the fucking world knows it and that's what everybody's doing they treat the shit like their diary where they throw you know what i'm fucking mad about today who's that directed at i don't know nobody the universe fuck it whatever but i'm gonna put it out there right so it's like this this agreed upon apocalypse that we've got into we're all like you know what we're just gonna dump our fucking shit out and we're gonna get to see who everybody is and if you're not a piece of shit now you're probably gonna be fine but if you've been shitty and done shitty things on purpose everybody's gonna fucking know about it and your world's gonna change and then there's a guy like gonna change your house is gonna change for sure for sure (laughs) and then there's a guy like me though who when i look at it i have already a long time ago accepted and i feel like i see people i think this is why i see the problem with with it is is it's like we're all kind of bad so it's like ultimately i the the eye for an eye thing when it comes down to subjective things like oh these are your views i'm gonna take your eye you take my eye yeah i just feel like we're all gonna just be knocked down and knocked down and knocked down continuously because no. we're all bad well this, and this, especially this, at a certain time this, we all have go through cycles of oh absolutely and that's exactly what's happening and and it's starting to begin that this this cancel culture starting to eat itself you know when yeah, you start out with good way. enough intentions i mean that was cancel culture that was boycotting that was the things you would do the fucking the moms with the fucking signs outside the the toy store that sell the the barbie that's yeah. too realistic you Happy know what i mean you, yeah. fucking yeah whatever man whatever somebody's mad about that's that's what that shit was for for decades right yeah. and now it's now it's cancel culture because then you can just get online and then virtually cancel them and have everybody no no one no one go and talk to this company nobody use that shit right yeah. which is great when they are being pieces of shit when you're actually calling out the Weinsteins of the fucking world by all means that's a fantastic fucking tool to use but again maybe on a band that played gropey touchy in a fucking closet five years ago and things were misunderstood then maybe that's not the same hammer you hit a Weinstein with right but sometimes sometimes that's what it comes to it's just fucking diddly they're all fucking done and you know what in this in this detached world we live in i've made the argument too like who gives a fuck if it's some shitty band or some shitty actor or some shitty fucking whatever the fuck some company who gives a fuck if their product's any good and people actually give a fuck about them they'll still be around look at robert downey fucking jr People still love that fucking idiot. And what hasn't he done? Fucking Charlie Sheen. You'd have Charlie Sheen over today and hang out and have some laughs. And he'd probably infect you with something. You know what I mean? Because, like, you think those guys haven't kissed somebody without their permission? It's oh, like... Oh, that's it, right? It's like, what level of garbage are you, right? 
Yeah. And and I mean, it's getting adjusted. It's 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 some fucking somebody's tooting a tiny pile like a mountain, you know. But we're getting back to that balance. Yeah. And it's like ride it the fuck out. Don't be a piece of shit during yeah. this. Try yeah. not to aggravate any of it, you know. Yeah. And if you see Don't it bring going it on, on yourself. Yeah, yeah, fucking rights, man. Yeah. You know, like call it out. Now these when you see it, and go, hey, fuck smart, act act right. You yeah, know. So like, I was gonna ask you, what's this new podcast that you said that is coming up that you said you liked? Uh, you said it was oh, actually, I haven't listened to it yet. I just oh, what's I was, it called? I was and who's, and who's in it? We'll plug them. Just okay, so it's actually my sister-in-law. Uh, uh, Carrie and I can't remember the name of the guy she's doing it with <clears throat> but he runs a deadlock uh, escape room oh, cool. and uh, I believe it's called Two Fat Kids Eat Saskatoon nice. and their their whole thing is they're going to try and get through all these different restaurants in Saskatoon and uh, from what I understand their first one was at that Aiden and they were doing this like kind of wine night thing and it was a really great thing but they're like it's not like a fucking from what I understand they're not doing a podcast like they got fucking hair and makeup and they got two camera guys and they got all the yeah. shit and I was like fucking first episode because I didn't even know she was doing this and also, I'm talking to my brother yesterday, and he's like, oh, yeah, fuck, she's got this new podcast. And he's explaining nice. to me, I'm like, no, she's shooting a TV show, man. That doesn't sound like a podcast. Yeah. But anyways, it sounds like it's going to be really fucking good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like two fat kids eat the... Saskatoon. Nice, nice. I like it when they have the, that male energy mixed with the female energy. So is she on it's the nice show with it all the time? Right? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, uh, like I believe the two of them are doing it together. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Does get, although Christina's I do find so her. funny, man. You think she's funny? Dude, I, I bet you don't like her because, yeah, she's, like, very right, right wing. Oh, yeah. is she? I see. I don't even yeah. know her politics. Yeah. I just, I just never find her funny. Yeah, I find her I like, I find her kind of subdued and like, kind of like, like, like she'll take like little, crazy. like she'll take little. Oh, really? She's always oh. like, everybody. But this is the thing. She has kind of misogynistic views, even though she's a woman. She's always like, because she hosts, she's on a bunch of podcasts. Where my mom's at is her main one. Yeah. And on there, almost every episode, she will be on there like saying, "Wives, go out there, milk your husbands. They'll be nicer to you." Like yeah. all that kind of shit. She's yeah. super. She has these misogynistic views, see? but they're almost tough to argue with but I see, I see sometimes again and maybe maybe this is the misogyny of me showing is with yeah, female yeah. comedians sometimes when I feel that kind of energy yeah. I'm almost like okay is that really you though you think they're faking it yeah I, or is that the joke yeah is, is, that, is that the funny thing that you, that you think to say here or is that you you know what I mean? Because it's like like gross out humor and stuff does work really well with with, with females because you're yeah. already not expecting them to be disgusting because they're not a man. Yeah. Right. You're exactly. like in your in your animal mind. You're like not disgusting, disgusting. Yeah. Right. And then when and they, then they start dick, doing something disgusting, like, oh, you're like, oh fuck, what? Dick. Right. So you do get that. And I'm not again. I'm not trying to downplay what fucking female comedians do. I'm just yeah. saying that like sometimes when I get that energy, I'm kind of like I don't. It doesn't feel. It doesn't feel genuine to me. And I don't feel when I watch the two of them together that their their energy goes up together you know what I mean like her and her husband yeah. where like they really riff off each other and yeah. they make each other I laugh and like they're both giggling hard and stuff it's almost like you get a more subdued version of him when they're together than when he's with Bert for example totally. on the other one right? Totally. You get, and, and he'll still say the nasty shit because he's there but it's like they, she shoots, doesn't he shoot porn and shit too like talking about cunts and shit for them is not taboo like that could be Sunday brunch kind of talk for them you know what I mean yeah. but then I don't know I just I don't get that same vibe of just like you know, he's hanging with the boys how he talks you know than yeah. when he's with his wife and they're still funny and they still do their thing but it's like it's not the same vibe to me and it doesn't totally feel as, as, as raw I yeah. guess Completely not agree. to say that I think it's scripted or any bullshit like that I just yeah, I fucking know how I talk around my girlfriend I know how I talk around my friends they do it is not the exactly the same yeah. it is not exactly 100%. the same energy 100% yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't say I go out and be horrible terrible fucking things but yeah. it is not exactly the same yeah so uh, and as it shouldn't be. Yeah. So what we're gonna do at this point is I'm gonna just take a quick second to thank our, our sponsors. We got uh, Mic Drop Productions. Um, they do weddings and things like that. Uh, if you need a wedding DJ, hit them up. Uh, thanks to Great Western and Bush for making great beer. We always drink your guys's beer on the podcast. It's always the cheapest. Um, I'm. What am I got? I got. I've been doing a lot of carpentry. You can hit me up at Stephen Jackson uh, or what is it? Canadian Talk with Stephen at Gmail dot com. And uh, I'm selling comedic bathroom signs written on wood this one here have a nice poop 
We got all kinds of signs like that. We got big and small. And uh, I make tables and, and benches and all kinds of things like that. So they're very reasonably priced. You can hit me up at the email and buy some of those. Uh, I've been making a fortune off of these. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, man. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, thanks to all the sponsors. And um, thanks for making the podcast possible. Uh, I'm going to have a quick pee break. We'll be right back. Does that sound good? A word. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. I didn't say anything. I wasn't sure if it was on or not. Yeah, I was like, I'll just stay here. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, edit, I'll edit that out. <clears throat> man. It's nice to have a more comfortable studio. I should actually add a little wood to this fire. This is nice, man. you got such yeah. a nice temperature here, too. Yeah, this is way better. Watching wood heat. You can't see it on the camera, folks, but yeah, what a lovely bit of fun. wood heat over here. Got a piezoelectric fan blowing the heat at us. Exactly. If you aren't familiar with a piezoelectric fan, look into piezoelectric fans for moving the wood heat around your house. It's <laughs> the most efficient way to do it. Fuck yeah. Man, yeah, there's so, what you were saying is that, like, there's a lot of podcasts out there nowadays, everybody's starting to do it, everybody's learning how to make their own RSS feed. Websites are easier to make, thanks to, like, Squarespace and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then there's all those apps, too, like, you guys use an app, right? Like, Linktree or one of those where you kind of, it, it does the yes. RSS stuff for you? Yeah, we use Linktree and uh, Libsyn. Yeah. And, I guess that's it for that kind of shit. Yeah. They kind of just squirt it out. Yeah. Yeah. So nowadays anybody can make a podcast. It's literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's 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 yeah. It's not to get started, man. And like, yeah. So couple, do you think a um, hundred so bucks if, if you already got a laptop, get your fucking going? Yeah. Otherwise, you gotta buy a laptop. But. Yeah. So I've been talking with like a few other comedians, and there's a lot of animosity between podcast comedians versus stand-up comedians. Sure. And a lot of times, stand-up comedians like to kind of say that. Because would you consider yourself more of a primary stand-up or more of a primary pod? Well, I've definitely done way more podcasts than right? stand-up. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, for so, the time being, yeah. yeah. And then I've, list, I've I've had some guys tell me that, like, oh, you guys aren't real comedians. Mm. How do you feel about that? Interesting. Well, uh, well, I feel like doing both, it's hard for me to not argue that I feel like I'm a fucking comedian. Plus, right. I did have the benefit of being on stage for years doing band stuff. So, I mean, you know, banter and shit in between. You just kind of get comfortable with for that. Sure. For so, sure. I, mean, I love I, when bands do that. I think the, the biggest part of any of that is being comfortable. Somebody's uncomfortable. It doesn't matter how fucking funny you are if you can't get the jokes out and you're mumbling and fumbling through it and you're the greatest shit in the world. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So, no, I, think it's, I think it's two different things. I can see lots of people that are like, that would be really good exactly in that kind of scenario where it's <clears> short spurts, it's jokes. 
You're telling yeah. jokes. Yeah, like I'm Mark up here, Norman, but he's also so good on podcasts. It, he he is. He, yeah, absolutely. But well, I, I, yeah. No, I don't know. I'm trying to think of uh, maybe like an extreme case would be like uh, Mitch Hedberg. Mitch yeah. Hedberg did jokes. Yes. You know what I mean? It was pop 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 pop. Yeah. That, Pop. Yeah, like pop, if you heard him pop. on a podcast, it wasn't you might a conversation. Like, I don't right? want to listen to this guy. His interviews and stuff, yeah, right. To get a sentence out of him was a fucking stretch sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah. So you couldn't, I couldn't picture that guy doing a really engaging, interesting, funny exactly. podcast, yeah, right? Yeah. Whereas because he was watching so... stand up there for a fucking hour and be hilarious. Yeah. And it's the same amount of time. Yeah. But it's a different format. Yeah. Right. And it's and it's a different preparation method. I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's yeah, it's, it's 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 similar enough, right? If you're really good at one, you're probably going to be at they least okay at the skills. other. Right? They each have their own they skills. They complement each other. Right? Yeah, like they do complement each other, and they're different skills. But sets. yeah, there's nothing to say that yeah, if you can just do a three-hour podcast, that you can get out there and make somebody laugh in four minutes. Exactly. But if you can right? talk for three hours, you definitely have some improvisational improvisational skills. Yeah. You know, well, and that's for sure, something, right? So and then it's and then that would be, sorry, do you have improv skills the, or do you have comfort? You and know? well, I, and I think that would be like. The, the technical aspect of it where it's like if you even if you weren't necessarily good at writing jokes or doing stand-up if you were good at the telling stories and shit and recording it and then going through and finding what was the 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 25 or, or 40 second segment that Editing was funny bop, bop, take that out tell that story that's the best part about podcasts yeah is you can rev yourself up and then all of a sudden for 20 minutes you'll just have a have gold yeah <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah. yeah and that's and that's hard to get in that because you it's whatever mood you're in that day and that it's like making yeah. music right you'll never get it is the like exact music. same thing again doing it again do you feel that that stand-up comedy is more like music or do you feel that well no stand-up comedy is more like performing music and then this is more like making music Word. isn't it yeah, I, I feel like that's a decent analogy. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd have to agree because there's no collaborative method for me when I'm like trying to like either come up with jokes or or write stories and stuff. I'm just doing that by myself. I might yeah. bounce it off somebody afterwards. And, you think this is funny? Or is that stupid way of saying that? Or yeah. you know, or whatever, right? But usually I'm right to begin with, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, so, so how is uh, so yeah? So how has um how has your life been lately? Like um. What, how's your diet been, and what kind of uh, what kind of oh, exercise you've been finding time for? You want to fuck with me today? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy trying to hit my notes, huh? No, no, it's uh, no, it's been good, man. I fucking uh, actually, the old lady today was saying how good I looked in just underwear. I was like, oh, real? Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, so uh, get over I here. fucking uh, yeah. No, I haven't been like working super hard, but I've been trying to be more conscious as shit. Uh, well, uh, right now, just in my general existence, trying not to eat so much garbage. Now, again, I'm just generally feeling better. Now that it's like getting to be spring and just I'm, I'm engaging more with shit that I enjoy doing and so it's all getting easier and when I feel like garbage it's hard to fucking you know like fucking do the right thing and not eat the pile of shit but now it's way fucking easier so I'm just not doing that so much and uh, I've been yeah do it do it I like doing calisthenic stuff like what's I your like favorite doing, kind of meat oh intriguing because you're a meat guy well I know well, okay so I wasn't though for the six years before I fucking did this job I was vegetarian yeah I remember you telling and me about then, that uh, and there was like a gradual kind of trend but part of that wasn't really the, the job necessarily it was more just not giving a fuck about myself or anything around me and just being like oh, I don't give a fuck yeah. people say that meat I'm, is bad I, I, meat's bad yeah I had, I had the worst fucking year of my life and I'm depressed I don't give a yeah, fuck about eating pigs, becomes secondary pal, pal, pigs and chickens right now yeah. And uh, and I'm starting to get back more to that though, where I'm trying to be more conscious of that. And again, it's all my reasoning. Fucking eight years ago now didn't change. You know what I mean? It's still just as solid and fucking valid as it was then. I've just been okay with the level of fucking engagement I've had with these industries. I wasn't okay with it before, so I didn't engage with those the meat industries and shit like that in the way I had and did it less. Now I'm like I'm fine with fucking eating chicken because I feel like shit anyways. You know. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I'm not feeling like shit, 
I'm conscious of it. Well, I'll take the fucking the 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 meat alternative option, or just have fucking whatever else that doesn't have meat in it, because I don't feel like fucking garbage, and I'm gonna do that. And then eventually, it's, for me, I can I know how it's gonna go. Eventually, I'm gonna get better and more consistent, and then I'll, it'll just be what I do. It's yeah. just how quickly I do it is how much input I into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I just kind of let it happen, it's gonna happen eventually. I'm gonna eventually get there because I'm already kind of doing it passively as I exist. Yeah. But I start putting more intent and go, no, no, these fucking days of the week I'm not eating meat or whatever, then. I'll phase it fucking back out. Because yeah. I can't do anything fucking both feet in. It works. You can do it. I've done lots of different things like that. Like, I'm, like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. Quit drinking. Drinking, like, fucking, oh, man, so much, like, in my 20s, like, three times a week I would throw up from drinking so much. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, going out that much and being in bands and shit. You're yeah, just, yeah. It's fucking what you do. Yeah. And then quitting drinking, just cold turkey for two and a half years. Like, just mid-stride, just like, no, I'm done. That's it. Like, Saturday morning, nope, not doing this anymore. Saturday night, didn't drink. I mean, yeah, sure, sure, sure two and a half fucking years not drinking not a fucking drop and again from like all the goddamn time that's that's quite an adjustment but then I started drinking again and again it would come in waves and up and down and balance and what was now, your uh, what kind of drinks did you like what was your oh fuck I would drink anything drink anything but yeah, do you, you like beer more do you like the hard stuff depending on what I was doing depending on what you were yeah, doing if you were doing something where a beer was more uh, uh, suitable for the activities you know what I mean then but yeah you you're at the drink. lake or whatever right yeah. but if Same you're, as me. I if you're booze podcast. cruising and you're fucking you're worried about getting caught you know while well, you're drinking whiskey and putting it in a fucking pop bottle yeah. or whatever yeah, right yeah. and being covert that. and yeah. oh, I drink fuck. basically every day <laughs> I remember getting pulled over it was actually kind of a funny story I remember oh, getting, oh, see but if you can kind of manage it like, like I know people that have one or two beer every night and they're just cool whereas me I just I just I don't I don't have that and it's like I'm either kind of like I kind of want to have some fucking drinks or I just I just don't at all now you know so uh anyway so this is nice because I haven't felt like having any drinks in a while and nice. I actually do today yeah but and, uh and have ahead, you been, had a chance to uh kind of find ways to get any exercise at all over the past year? uh well yeah you know, actually, you, you know what I like to do actually and it's really been working in the last uh couple months here is just doing like calisthenic shit in because I drive like fucking six seven hours a day sometimes right? uh, yeah it was the same way when I was a courier yeah so yeah you're in the vehicle lots so we find different calisthenic shit to do while you're there different like hold positions and uh, a book that I really enjoy is uh, Solitary Fitness by Charles Bronson so if anybody's interested in alternative uh, and it's really it's just it's it's stretch and uh, body weight calisthenic shit that's what it is there's no secret to it but it's a really interesting book if you're familiar with Charles Bronson at all you guys know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about and you'll be like yeah that's fucking sweet and if you don't know about him you should watch the movie Bronson starring uh, uh, fucking Tom Hardy and uh, and then get this book and read it so you have some context for the level of lunatic that wrote this thing <laughs> and uh, yeah but anyways I like that and like you know just doing yeah just different calisthenic stuff in the and focusing on shit and it just makes me feel better and I can feel shit like moving around as yeah. soon as I start doing it it feels like going to a chiropractor having them actually adjust you you know yeah but then so, you have control of it yourself exactly but then as soon as you, you feel like it's it not there then it's like oh no I've not been doing that for like the last three hours you know it's like no put it back where everything's supposed to be Posture. and feel right and like yeah. everybody when you were a kid and they said keep your fucking back straight that shit was correct you know yeah. like do yeah. that but it's yeah it's, it's what a difference it makes because then all of a sudden I just feel like everything kind of gets to where it's supposed to be and I feel yeah. much more comfortable and yeah more mobile and whatnot. Yeah. So you know what we'll do now is we'll get into the age-old topic at this point for podcasts. But uh, so Corona has happened. It's been happening. We're we're people say we're coming to the end of it. Some people are talking about um well, what do you call it variants and things like mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Some people are are mask wearers. Some people aren't. Um, some people think that masks are something that it's just like it's a pair of shoes. And then there's some people that think that masks are a rights violation. Um. 
and some people there's some people that think that masks are like a gang sign for your political party you know they're like oh sure yeah and uh, and so there's certain and and then there's some and i can just keep going on (laughs) it's a weird thing to pick guys (laughs) you can keep listening like yeah there's there's so um corona is like a it's almost like we handled this pandemic it's like a modern pandemic We, we haven't had one for 10 years the last one was h1n1 and it's just like it's like social media turned the whole way that we're handling this pandemic on its head a little bit because all everybody all the laymans think that they know everything and uh but on both sides yeah so it's causing well and there's there is active the authorities disinformation have, being put out to keep people confused yeah. and then keep them angry and fighting about that thing that they're confused about to begin yeah. with yeah it's it's a concerted effort because we all know that social media the algorithms yeah. are designed around conflict in a way that's what drives clicks and likes and interest, exactly right? so what in is a way. it so whatever if, if it's if everybody's into puppies and cats and shit that's what you're going to see right yeah and it's caused all these laymans it's caused the authority figures to almost be to just kind of disappear like nobody knows who to look to anymore they're like cdc world health organization these people know the facts but then see but that was done on purpose that was that was a that was a purposeful campaign to try and discredit scientists discredit the cdc because it didn't fit with trump's uh, political narrative of what he wanted so he had to actively discredit them and no no these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about so as soon as the president says that at least a small portion of the population is going to question that and then once they've questioned it and then more things come up and then they start to go well yeah but what about because people are paying attention now shit that would never outrage them it's, six yeah, yeah. months ago yeah, yeah. now they're paying attention to it and they see it and they go well yeah look what they're up to there and what's the cdc doing here well how about the, how, haven't you heard about bill gates and his vaccines and what they're doing over there and then yeah. they enter the rabbit hole and they get into q yeah. on and shit yeah, you know yeah. like it's that that is absolutely on purpose yeah. right i feel like 15 years ago what it just wouldn't have happened like that. People wouldn't have had no, could the be. information availability. Not everybody had the had smartphones the, like we exactly. do. Exactly. So the, it's almost yeah. like I, I have a hard time not blaming ever all this problems that have been happening with this pandemic. Whether or not, because we're not going to get into technical stuff, like which one is more severe and compare it to all these other ones. We don't need to get into that. because, But the information age has changed. We know that. Yeah. So everybody has all this different information. And yeah, it's killed the power that the authority figures are supposed to have to tell us what's actually well, happening. Because that, that's when you're using that right, that's a great, any of those platforms, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, those are all good tools for getting information out to large groups of people quickly. Everybody can Even fucking if it's learn wrong. about it within a day. That's yeah. the problem, right? Yeah. And then if it's wrong and you did it by accident, you can retract it, you can redact it. But when it is continuous, where there is purposeful campaigns to put what are knowingly fraudulent fucking phrases in there doesn't matter what it's about doesn't matter if it's a pandemic or if the election was stolen or or the level of involvement by russians or whatever it is that all that shit all adds up because it, it you don't need to believe that the that masks don't work or that the election was stolen but if you believe one of these other things that is also a fucking lie well you can get hooked by that yeah. and then all those lies can eventually it, it pulls you away from what is actually truth because if you again if you can doubt the CDC once well you can doubt them again and then when you see a bunch of other people doing it even if you kind of think they might be wrong you're like well there's still kind of something there well, again when we never would have had these thoughts 20 years ago the CDC the Center for Disease Control in America that was who you fucking how do you deal with the pandemic they're going to tell us Dr. Fauci is going to be the guy that's going to fucking say it and we'll do whatever he fucking says yeah. Trump comes out and says he doesn't know what he's talking about comes out and tries to get the other doctor to say that you can just inject bleach into you or go inside your body with like all these crazy fucking things that like you're like I don't believe that I can't I can't but then again you heard that narrative once of maybe he's wrong and the guy with the crazy shit's right even if he didn't believe it then that's enough to just chip away at that right yeah, and then you pile on pile on pile on and all of a sudden you got people that are going I think Fauci's a fucking foreign agent and he's he's making billions off this and it's just like are you fucking insane again this is a man who 10 years ago because he's worked for the CDC for like 35 fucking years even 10 years ago 
average person, you explain what he does, they'd revere him. They go, wow, he's doing that kind of work. That would really keep us safe when this kind of crazy shit from the future can happen. And then when it does happen, they're like, how many fucking times is he going to tell me I got to wear a fucking mask? Well, how many now? I got to wear nine masks? You know, like it just gets blown out because I don't like being doing what I'm told. And there's a huge portion of the population that doesn't like being doing what they're fucking told. And they don't give a fuck who's telling them. And if somebody else is giving them an alternative that is not them telling them what to do or say, I don't give a fuck what he's saying. He's not telling me what to do or say. Yeah. I don't like these assholes telling me what to do. Yeah. And it's fucking insane because that yeah. keeps like driving how we deal with the pandemic then. People that don't like being told what to do are going to dictate how the fuck the rest of us have to deal with the plague. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, man. The system works, brother. What, what a mess, eh? What a mess. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a strange place. Oh, it's like, fun. It's really fun. It's great to be alive at this time because, like I said, if this is an apocalypse of some sort, I'm glad I'm around for it. And I feel like it's I'm getting out cool, the other yeah. side of it, you know, because yeah. they don't say shit's always over. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, people get fucking sucked up to wherever and a bunch of people die, you know, and I'm like, well, that'll happen. You know, like, I had, again, the most death I've fucking seen in my family history has been in the last year and a, or two and a half years. So it's like, yeah, for me, that's that's been the equivalent of it. You know, and maybe I'm whatever the fuck comes out the other side of an apocalypse, I guess. I, I got a jacket for it, though, I feel. I'm like, kind of been preparing for some sort of Thunderdome most of my life. So, I mean... When did the water wars start? Yeah, you already look like you're living in an apocalypse. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, right? I've been eating like that long enough, you know? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, yeah. So what Scrounging else we got? for morsels. Yeah, so... Um... I got a few things on here, but they're right all like, on. I like love that negative. you took notes on a uh, fucking beer box. Yeah. That's uh, a genius. Because I, I figured if I had to take notes on here as we were going, I could write because it was a bit thick. Yeah, I don't have a absolutely. Board, so. you need, yeah, you need a sturdy writing yeah. surface. Man, what else? See, other things people don't know about podcasts. You yeah, need you got, a sturdy writing surface. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, uh, we do ours on a bondage table, and it's all padded. Is it? So it's not great to write right on. You always have to bring a book or something oh, right on. Oh, that's a bondage table. And, and he's got these, these tie-down hook things that dangle yeah. like these big circles that dangle all the way around the outside the of it straps. so when yeah so when you bump the table it jingle and jangles oh, and like yeah. you hear it through the fucking mic we're like to get a new table. We probably shouldn't have done yeah. that but we're like i just don't touch the table yeah. it's funnier it's funnier I this way guys <laughs> uh, yeah i wanted to say yeah good ideas bad or bad ideas good stories uh you guys have said it's so nice oh, thanks, I love, it's like yeah. it's it's cool the background so we gotta looks... figure out how to shoot both cameras the whole time all the time though. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. frequently have one cut out or yeah. what uh, again That's... it's all fucking learning shit we, this is, I think we just did our 30th one and so I mean yeah there's anybody else you guys are listening to that's any good they're on their 800th one you know what I mean? I know, I know, <laughs> Fucking right. the Bobby Lees that's and the yeah, yeah, Rogans have done thousands. And yeah, that's the one thing I've been wanting to figure out is like, oh, I just see the one camera angle. These other cameras ended up being such a headache. Um, I, I want to have like two camera angles. So it's on the one person and then there's one on the other person. Mm. And I, But you kind of have, have to have a producer to, to switch the camera. I was looking into if there was any software or anything that you could buy that it'll control the camera. So whoever's making the noise... Yeah. That a camera will go, and then oh, then well, then once your mic is picking up noise, then that camera will go. But that's interesting. there isn't; it doesn't fucking exist. Even oh your... sure, kind of like a Zoom meeting. You know what I mean? It switches yeah, to yeah, it does. If, but... if you don't have everybody on the thing, if it's just the person yes. who's talking, right? Yes, but it doesn't do it good enough. No, no, because, I totally know what you mean. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you want to like go whatever over... the professional equivalent of that is yeah, that would make it smooth. I wish I could get that. Yeah. Well, yeah, there there's probably something there uh, in between what we do because like we do shoot it with two cameras, but then Pat, they're both nothing's lined up. 
So then he has to line up the camera with the other camera. So it's at the beginning of every episode, we have to go like pop, 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 so you can see our mouths, so he knows what the fuck's lining up, oh, and then line that up with the fucking it. audio, and then oh, yeah. go through and edit everything. My thing is, uh, I have <laughs> a pirated, I have a pirated version of Adobe uh, Premiere, and it, so all you have to do is you just have to highlight it and press synchronize, and you can just synchronize the two of them. It synchronizes oh, it. Like normally, what oh, happens yeah, today sure, with yeah. that cutting That's out? I'm saying there's somewhere in between this, right? Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a between the really difficult way, but but actually, the trick is to yeah. have the, the trick is to have like you have your audio, and because I think he could do it too. The trick is is you have audio, and then you have camera that also has audio, because mm-hmm. that 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 that, ca- that camera right now is also recording audio, but sure. that's how it synchronizes using audio. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, he's using GoPros, and I don't think the one has a mic on it, and the other one oh, that'll be something up. And, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, there's an easier way. Yeah. There's an easier way, yeah. but we'll get there. Yeah, and that's more shit we got to invest in, I guess, infrastructure-wise. Is just yeah, get sure. get the the technical end of it, so it's nice, yeah. compact, easy to fucking yeah. move and use. Mm-hmm. But uh, so everybody, <laughs> I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, this was episode twenty-seven of Canadian Talk. Uh, we're an hour in of babbling and camera problems, so I think for today we'll call it a day, and uh, we're gonna have Dusty back real soon for another episode. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks to our sponsors. And uh, Canadian Talk, episode 27, out. Thanks for having me. Haunted. Thanks for listening, and any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalogue of all our episodes. And we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions. Canadian Talk.